Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Monday wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I know that many of you may well be a little bit hungover, might be suffering from excess at your Super Bowl parties. Uh, and so uh, I'm going to talk about that a little bit in a moment. want to tell you right off the top, Virginia, Tennessee, and Michigan in particular, I hope you took advantage of the 55 to 1 offer for new users. If you didn't, go ahead and sign up now. Good offers coming for the NCAA tournament, for the Masters, for everything out there. FanDuel.com slash Clay, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Virginia, and Tennessee plus a bunch more states are coming legal. Go sign up. FanDuel.com. Get hooked up now. Uh, All right. What did we learn from the Super Bowl? Let me start here. Tom Brady is now the greatest American team sport athlete of all time. Now, note those qualifiers. I think it's almost impossible to compare an American team sport athlete with an American individual sport athlete. Michael Phelps is a great swimmer. How do you compare him to a basketball, football, or baseball player? You really can't do it. Uh, Serena Williams, Roger Federer, uh, Rafael Nadal, all incredible tennis players. How do you compare them to team sport athletes? You really can't. So, To me, there are only two team sport athletes when you look at their overall accomplishment that are worthy of being in the conversation for the greatest of all time. And that is pretty straightforwardly and pretty clearly this. All right? Jordan against Tom Brady. Instead of Jordan versus LeBron this is the breakdown this is the analysis this is the debate and this is pretty great who is the greatest American pro sports team athlete of all time 50,000 of you have voted on my Twitter poll you can go follow me at Clay Travis 50,000 of you have voted 60% of you say Tom Brady 33% of you say Michael Jordan 7% of you say someone else. The player that is most often referenced is Bill Russell because he has 10 rings. Worth mentioning there were only 10 NBA teams at the time that Bill Russell won his 10 rings. Still impressive to have 10 championships but every single year you only had to be one of the 10 best teams in order to win a championship. That's different than modern day. So, I've got a lot of details here and I believe Brady now with seven titles is the greatest American team sport athlete of all time and I've got a bunch of data to help reflect that. Most Super Bowl wins of all time. 
Tom Brady has seven. The New England Patriots have six. The Steelers have six. The 49ers have five. And the Cowboys have five. Brady has more Super Bowl titles than any NFL team. That is unheard of. That is an unbelievable level of dominance from Tom Brady. That's the stat to me that stands out the most. A couple of other stats. If you had wondered whether Tom Brady or Bill Belichick was the most impactful when it came to winning Super Bowls Brady leaves New England and the Patriots fall to 7-9 from 12-4. They miss the playoffs. Bill Belichick has won 46% of all the NFL games and it's a lot of them without Tom Brady. With Tom Brady he has won 77%. Brady goes and joins the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who had not been in the playoffs for 12 straight years relatively inconsequential moves elsewhere and the, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers go from 7-9 uh, to 15-5 and five and win a Super Bowl including 8-0 down the stretch and Brady beat Drew Brees on the road Aaron Rodgers on the road and then Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl in order to win this Super Bowl Brady had to beat three straight Super Bowl MVPs of their own pretty incredible to do that and manage it all taking a 7-9 team. Let me just toss this out there I said it on my show the culture of your football team is the culture of your quarterback whatever he accomplishes is what you are going to reflect. Brady 19 years between championship is a North American major sports record. The only one that is even close is Jack Nicklaus's golf record 24 years between majors in golf 19 years between in, uh, in, in, uh, in that legacy. Brady's the first NFL player to win championships in three different decades. Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, Yogi Berra and Jim Palmer did it in baseball Henri Richard in hockey. The Bucks are the first team with four 30-point games in a postseason. They're the first team to beat three Super Bowl MVPs and Brady is the first player in NFL history with 50 passing touchdowns in a season including the playoffs for a Super Bowl champion. How long has it been? By the way, continuing Tom Brady has seven career postseason wins as an underdog tied with Eli Manning for the most by any starting quarterback since 1966. LeBron James' current free throw percentage is 71.2%. Tom Brady's career winning percentage in the playoffs is 75.6%. Brady is more likely to win a playoff game than LeBron is to make a free throw this year couple of other factoids here. When Brady won his first title in 2001 it was so long ago these were the brands that advertised during his first Super Bowl some of them. AOL Blockbuster Radio Shack Circuit City CompUSA Sears Hot Jobs VoiceStream Wireless and Gateway Computers 
I believe none of those businesses still exist as standalone entities. Most of them have gone bankrupt. Brady has outlasted all of those uh, companies which is pretty crazy. Again, those were big companies big enough to be advertising during his first Super Bowl in 2001. Add it all up and Brady not only at the age of 43 is the greatest of all time when it comes to sports team accomplishment he's also outlasted everyone from his era. I was a Peyton Manning guy. Peyton Manning has been out of the league now for five years. He showed up to Tom Brady's Super Bowl as a retiree being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Eli Manning who beat Brady twice and is younger. His career is over as a starting quarterback as a quarterback at all. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger seems like he's on his last legs. Phillip Rivers who memorably tried to get to the Super Bowl and was never able to do it has retired. It appears that Drew Brees is about to retire. Meanwhile, Tom Brady just posted his best season arguably of his career in year one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's over. There is no longer an argument to the contrary. Tom Brady is the greatest American team sport athlete of all time. Uh, Okay, what else did we learn from the Super Bowl? Well, Patrick Mahomes' makeshift offensive line finally caught up with him. I've got a stat that personifies that lack of offensive line help that I think will bring it home to you very well and it is right here. Mahomes was pressured on 29 out of 56 of his dropbacks the most of any quarterback in Super Bowl history. Brady was pressured on 4 out of 30 the lowest of his Super Bowl career. Mahomes had no time to throw. His pocket was not sound. He was running for his life. He still had some spectacular attempted throws but you could have gotten the Chiefs at 60-1 to not to score a touchdown at all in this game. That's how unprecedented the dominance brought forth by the Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense was. This was the first time that Patrick Mahomes has lost a game by more than one score since against Iowa State in 2016. You have to go all the way back to college for Patrick Mahomes to get a beating like this. Now, there were a lot of people out there arguing that Mahomes was going to one day surpass Brady. I think that's a crazy mantle to put onto anybody's uh, shoulders right now. A crazy burden to carry because Tom Brady's been to 10 Super Bowls. The second most Super Bowls any player has ever played in at the quarterback position is John Elway 5. So even if Patrick Mahomes has an incredible career and goes to let's say 7 Super Bowls which I don't think is a crazy possibility for Patrick Mahomes the odds of him ever surpassing Tom Brady are low particularly because Brady looks like he could play another 3 or 4 years. He doesn't look close to retiring right now. He's like Benjamin Button. He's aging in reverse. Also, what hasn't been established is whether Patrick Mahomes will be able to build eventually other talent alongside of Travis Kelsey and of Tyreek Hill. He's got two Hall of Famers to throw to right now. Will the Chiefs given how much money they are paying Patrick Mahomes be able to afford other top talent 
going forward like they have been so far that remains uncertain but Patrick Mahomes put the pause on it 25 years old having been to -to back-to-back Super Bowls it's an incredible accomplishment the Chiefs are favored according to FanDuel to go out and and win the Super Bowl again next year but Brady's accomplishment and Brady's storyline right now we have 15 years to see whether or not there is going to be a conversation between uh, Brady and Mahomes on a legitimate level I would bet against it I don't think anybody's ever going to go to 10 Super Bowls in my life I really don't it's virtually impossible to do we will see going forward much less win 7 of them uh, like Tom Brady has done so far in this season by the way if you love OutKick and I know a lot of you do we had the best January on record for OutKick we're about to have the best February on record I'd appreciate if you'd go sign up for the VIP we are going to have a big event yes in person finally surrounding the NCAA tournament which will be taking place on the Friday the NCAA tournament starts March the 19th I encourage all of you to go sign up you can get the details on that VIP event and more and you can sign up for the VIP we have monthly subscriptions as well as yearly outkick.com slash VIP if you love what we are doing and if you love the conversations that we have the best thing you can do is support us directly at outkick.com slash VIP that's outkick.com slash VIP right. Um, I think it's important to have this conversation there were many people out there in the NFL media who said it was impossible to have a season who said it was improbable ridiculous uh, impossible to actually play the 2020 NFL season the NFL deserves all of our praise and, uh, and, 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 and absolutely everything positive we can say about the players, the coaches, the league executives everybody out there the Commissioner Roger Goodell who made this possible not only did the NFL finish its season on schedule but they did it without a single major health-related issue from a player or a coach and that's not only true in the NFL it was true in college football and it was true in high school every single level of football high school, college, and pro no player had a serious health condition that near death or certainly died the same is true for all coaches out there. All of the state athletic associations California, Illinois, Virginia, um, New York all of those states out there that refused to allow high school athletics to take place in particular football this fall you failed all of the kids in your jurisdiction. Not only because many of of your jurisdictions didn't open as all schools should have opened based on the science and based on the data this fall but now we have irrefutable proof having completed the NFL season having completed the college football season having completed high school almost everywhere that football can be played safely. There isn't a single evidence in the world of COVID being transmitted during sports football, soccer, baseball any sport out there no evidence of it actually occurring and I got to call out all the Corona bros in the NFL media in particular Peter King 
Peter King said that Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, had done an awful job. That it wasn't remotely safe for him to be able to cover sports and then he shows up at the Super Bowl. It's not safe to play NFL at all and then you, Peter King, like a lot of the Corona Bros in college football, you show up at the game and actually cover it? This is madness. It is hypocrisy on the highest level. If you don't believe it's safe to play in the NFL, how in the world is it safe for you to travel and cover a game remotely that you could cover just as easily by sitting on your couch and watching on television? This is the height of hypocrisy. The Corona Bros in the sports media should be called out by all of you for their blatant hypocrisy. It's shameful, it's pathetic, and worst of all, it's dishonest. And they should be held accountable for the arguments that they made and the choices that they have made following up on those arguments. It is pathetic. So Corona Bros like Peter King attended the game after telling us all, oh, it's not safe to even play in the NFL. What an unbelievable amount of hypocrisy from Peter King and others. They deserve to be called on this and have to explain themselves. If it's not safe to play football, why in the world is it safe for you to travel and cover a football game that you could have just as easily watched on television? Speaking of television, the weekend was, I thought, awful. I It's rare I get motion sickness. The part where he was walking around backstage, I had no idea what was actually going on. Uh, it was spinning around the cameras were and I felt like I was going to uh, to throw up I had to stop watching it it was difficult it was absurd I don't know what's going on with that performance also by the way I loved all of the left wing uh, Corona Bro Blue Checkmark Brigade members who suddenly were watching their first Super Bowl game ever and they couldn't figure out why there were fans present or what in the world was going on I can't even imagine being these people who don't leave their house What an unbelievably awful existence they must have. Uh, So finally, I'm going to continue to make this argument until it one day becomes a reality. The Monday after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. Now I'm not going to get the benefit of this because I still have to go out and work on the Monday after the Super Bowl because of all the things that are going on uh, in uh, in, in the world of sports. The Super Bowl, the Monday after the Super Bowl is one of the biggest days out there for sports talk radio. Really, it's the biggest all year round to have everybody sitting back and breaking down the game that 100 million of us watch. But I believe that the Super Bowl should take place on the Sunday before President's Day every year. And then the Monday after President's Day what the Monday of President's Day should be a national holiday where nobody has to go to work. That is the perfect, the perfect weekend to finish everything in the NFL on and then roll into that Monday holiday. I'm putting it out there. Would be a great presidential proclamation to make that the Super Bowl holiday as well. What's better than George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, the presidents all rolling in together and combining with the NFL. Not much better than that at all. 
Uh, finally, a couple of other things. Did you see, just when you think that people can't get more woke, they do. They, they disappoint you and get even woker. Did you see this headline from the, uh, let me also give you, millions of U.S. workers say they'll miss work tomorrow. 16.1 million plan to miss work today. 8.8 million will take approved paid time off. 4.4 million will call in fake sick. 2.9 million will quote ghost work and 10.2 million will start work late. That's why we need a holiday for the Monday after the Super Bowl. A uh, couple of other things. The Bucks. Did you see this headline in the Washington Post? The Buccaneers embody Tampa's love of pirates. Is that a problem? This is what I talked to you about. The people being upset by mascots and logos and team monikers and actions it never ends. It will never ever end. The new uh, team that everybody's upset about the Buccaneers it's unacceptable to be uh, connected to Pirates. Uh, And this is just I mean come on. Is this really where we are? This is the Washington Post quote again the headline The Buccaneers embody Tampa's love of Pirates. Is that a problem? I hope they don't find out about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, A couple of other things. MVP voting. One of my theories is social media insists on cultural uniformity. There was this idea that social media was going to allow every idea to flourish. Instead, what ends up happening oftentimes is cultural uniformity of opinion is what is actually embraced. And this is curious to me. There were 50 MVP voters. 44 of them voted for Aaron Rodgers. Four of them voted for Josh Allen. Two voted for Patrick Mahomes. Nobody else got a vote. And this comes on the heels of Devontae Smith also going out and getting just uh, just a dominant win in the Heisman Trophy. It feels to me like sports in particular everybody has to end up with the same uh, opinion or people are afraid that they're going to get dragged by social media if they step outside the bounds of acceptable opinion. I don't understand otherwise how Aaron Rodgers gets all but six votes for MVP. Don't you think other guys maybe Derrick Henry maybe somebody else could have uh, deserved at least a vote or two. All of this seems like an artificial rush to conformity. Um, Finally of course Tom Brady is getting uh, attacked over his connection to uh, Donald Trump and of course there is discussion about the officiating. The Trump-Donald Trump uh, sorry the the Brady-Donald Trump connection is patently absurd as is I think uh, the focus on officiating. The Chiefs lost because they got whipped. Their offensive line could not block the Bucks' defensive line. Jason Pierre-Paul Shaq Barrett and uh, Vita Vey all of them were unblockable by and large and the Bucks were able to rush just with their front four which is how you ultimately beat Patrick Mahomes because then you can drop seven people into coverage. But it is somewhat intriguing to me that all of the calls in the first half went in favor of the New England Patriots including defensive holding which could be called it feels like to me on virtually every third down throughout the course of a game. The interception that uh, Tyron Matthew made 
that got taken off the board deserved to have stood, I believe. Uh, and who knows what might have happened if that call was not made the way that it was. I still tend to believe that the uh, that the New England uh, that the sorry the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would have gotten run, but it's worth contemplating what might have happened otherwise. Brady is the official goat of American team sports. I appreciate all of you. Outkick.com slash VIP if you're in Tennessee, Virginia, or Michigan. Make sure you're signed up at FanDuel.com slash Clay. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio in the mornings. But in the meantime, we're everywhere. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP.